When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you ready for war? Then bring it on. Not craftmatic like a stripper. When it's out, you throw your cash at it. Hope I don't rat at it from the hash and grass at it. I spit in mad rapid like I took a bad package. You pay tolls of the drummer. I easy pass that. Welcome to the WWE Rundown. I'm your host, Troy. Joining me, Jason's here. No, I said, are you ready? R.I.P. fucking earbud listeners. Oh, sorry, wrong show. Joining us <laughs> as well, Ginger's here. Heidi ho neighborinos. Why are you so short? I don't know. You're, probably you're, you're as short as the other guy. There we go. <laughs> no Was it freaking you out? A little bit. <laughs> Uh, joining us as well this week, Sean is here. So, Monday Night Raw opens up, and Miz has a microphone, and I figure it's going to be a pretty long night for old John, but uh, it was actually an okay-ish Raw. There we go. We'll get to more of that, but, you know, just... Shut I'm your lying whore mouth! <laughs> more on that a little bit. Good. I just, you know, it was better than I expected it to be. There you go. Rounding out the round table of suck, Sal is here. Hey, what's going on, WWE Rundown? You're going to have a big show coming up here, aren't you? Uh, yes, uh, very soon. The AEW Rundown this week is going to be Sparkle. really interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be the bomb. Can't wait for that. Uh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure you uh, are, are super excited to talk about that. But before we get into all of that, we actually have the bit of shows to talk about instead, because we're going to let you save that. We're on SmackDown, but before we get into all that, Jason, what do we got for news? So we're going to talk about a lot of stuff in the news, but you sort of glossed over it, and I think I, they're going to do their full recap of. of Revolution, uh, obviously, on AEW Rundown this week. But some of us might have some things to say that we won't get a chance to do since we won't be on that show. I see see one person in particular smiling wide. Um, Troy, how'd you feel about AEW Revolution? Oh, well, um, it had some good parts to it. I'm not going to shit all over it. Because it did, it did have some good parts. It had some good matches. Uh, Paige and Hardy, I thought, actually was was rather entertaining, um, despite the fact that it had a terrible fucking gimmick to it. Um, 
the latter match, Ethan Page joining. Uh, I've been a big supporter of Ethan Page. Uh, I thought he got done a little dirty on this because it, his debut didn't feel like anything. It, it was just kind of the vibe they're they're putting him they're they're pairing him up with Cody too though, so that could be interesting. Yeah, and that'll be that, that'll be interesting for for but yeah, at, at least for his debut, it was just kind of meh, like he was there. Um, uh, you know them them winning the fucking giant Sonic ring was stupid looking. Oh. Um, <laughs> so, well, that, I, come on, come on, that was a cock ring. It was a cock ring, yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> the the huge signing, which I'm sure that you you want to bring up. Um, <clears throat> to me, they they did a real bad disservice to that whole thing by hyping it up so fucking much, um, and. You you just knew people were going to get disappointed, and that sucks for Christian because he doesn't deserve to have people be disappointed by him, you know, showing up and being a full time wrestler again, you know. Um, but it was bound to happen when you have fucking Tony Khan sitting there being like, "I watch this guy and I love him and I jerk off to him every night and I caress his picture and like he's a huge he's going to take us to the next fucking level and we're going to go to the moon like." That kind of shit, and then you like hyped it up again with Big Show during the day, and just be like, "Oh, he's gonna outwork everybody and stuff." And it's like, "Oh my god!" Like here we go. So, I mean, I'm a, I'm a little disappointed that Christian is an AEW, um, but I think that he there there are a lot of good things he could do there. Um, now, obviously, I am somebody who watches uh, quite a bit of Japanese wrestling. So before we go there, because that's the thing, I think that's the money, the, the money topic. Okay. I do want to touch on the Christian thing, and I, I'm sure a couple mm-hmm. other people have some things to say about it too. Um, I was I was on the record at the Royal Rumble, super fucking pumped. Really wanted to see this guy back. Um, obviously, if you listen to the oral sessions he did with Renee Young this week, uh, the vibe you get from that is that he wanted to come back full time and be a focal point of a show. And Vince, my guess is, was more viewing him as sort of a special attraction and a guy who comes in every now and then and does a spot for a big show. And that's it. Well. Uh, so now he's going to do all of his spots for the big show. Uh, no, but he, he wants to have, he feels like his, his run was ended way too early and he wants to have a really good, strong, long focal point kind of run. Now, I don't blame him, and I don't think any of us would mm, in that scenario. No. Uh, he no. has certainly earned the right to go out however he chooses he wants to end his career um, now that he has an opportunity to write that ending, which he didn't before. Um, my only thing with that is, I, and I say this as the biggest Christian fan in the world, I'm not sure he should be a focal point in that company. There are too many young, talented guys who don't get used for him to now come in and jump the line because he was a WWE guy. Also, if you are AEW and you're trying to overcome the TNA comparisons, uh, even though you're working with them, bringing in Christian as your big talent acquisition and having him use the same music he used when he debuted in TNA, you're sort of creating those comparisons that you don't want, so... Well, and when he when he came into TNA, he was mid thirties, so it made total sense for him to be pushed up to the top of the card and and help the other guys. Now, at forty seven, 
doesn't exactly make a lot of sense for him to be taking away spots from from younger guys. And I think for me personally, like the biggest thing is now knowing we're not going to likely get that Edge and Christian run, that one last mm-hmm. run of them together, and that sort of sucks. Yeah. Ginger. Yeah, it sucks. I would. I, I mean, I don't get to watch AEW, TNA, EW, so it's <laughs> it, it, it sucks because I like I wanted to see him more, and I'm not going to get that, which sucks. A little bit of a punch in the gut. Uh, is that a good grab for AEW? Probably not. People like people always bitch about fucking young talent not getting pushed, and that that's not going to help. So now, um, in terms of on-screen talent, no, it's not a big get. Backstage, though, he's a huge mm. get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if he's if, would- if, go ahead. I would debate that because I think on screen he is a big get if he's right. I think there are a lot of matches. I mean, I think the thing that that stands out to me about Christian and always has is he is one of those guys that literally makes everybody look better. Every single person he's in the ring with. He's a guy who could take a guy like Sean Spears, who has struggled to establish himself in AEW, and work a program with him and elevate him. Yeah. Um, even though he's apparently the new leader of the new four horsemen or whatever. But um but there, there's such and there are matches on that roster that I sit and I go, Holy shit, I really want to see Christian versus Kenny Omega. I think in ring that match would be fan fucking tastic. You know? I, I I'd love to see fucking, you know, Christian versus Darby or like I can go up and down that list and find matches that I'm like, fuck, that's gonna be a great match to watch in mm-hmm. ring. My problem is he is fortunate. He has gotten the second chance to end things the way he wanted them to. And he went to a company now where we've seen the health and safety protocols are not as stringent. They are not as careful with their talent. They do not protect their talent in the same way that WWE does. Darby um, Allen dropped a fucking window on his head in that match. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. Well, and, and we've obviously touched on Alex Reynolds and all that stuff, yeah. and uh, yeah, who else just that happened like a couple weeks ago. But um, oh, just just wait, Brian Cage will powerbomb him, and and his he will yet again not be able to end his career the way he wants it to. And that's <laughs> sort of the thing. Like I feel like if he'd stayed in WWE, they would have protected him. They would mm-hmm. have used him less, but in more meaningful spots. And that's the other thing. At that st- at that time in your career and that status. It's more meaningful when you're not there all the time, when you do show up, than if you're just another guy on the roster. So. Yeah. Uh, over, over, under on weeks until Christian shows up on Dark. Over, under on weeks till Christian's in a world title match. Well, probably next, because he doesn't have, because right now Kenny doesn't have anybody he's going against, because there <laughs> seems like they're writing Moxley off to, uh, to go be a dad for a little bit, right? So I, I would, I could, I could totally see them going right to that right away. And that's not great because you feel like you want to kind of build him up first, even though even though he does have that cachet, you don't really want to fast track him right to the title picture, right? Because either he because so. either he then has to win that that title, or he loses that that, and that's his first feud that he loses, and you're just like, okay, well, everything else from here is just undercard stuff, right? Like he can, yeah. you know, so, no, for know. sure, and uh, you know, it's just. 
I'm not sure. Well, I'm, I'm reserving judgment. We'll see how it plays out. I'm just, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I'm a big fan of the guy, and I'm hoping that this goes well. I just, I, I see so many ways in which it might not. Yeah, I did. You know, I, I fucking hate Bully Ray, but he had a great point where he said that uh, uh, every week they should have Christian do a fundamentals class, and instead of making instead of making it mandatory, make it optional so you can see the guys who actually want to learn. Yeah, and I was like, that's hundred percent true. Because yeah, Christian is a guy that you could learn a fucking lot from, mm-hmm. and like you know, but but. Also, I keep hearing about AEW's young roster. That's the thing everyone keeps talking about. Like, who is this young roster? Like, I know the guys in Top Flight are like eighteen, but I mean, where's the cutoff for young in AEW? Is it like thirty, thirty-five? Because you know, it's not like Cody's a young guy anymore. It's not like you know, you got Kaz and Daniels and Kenny's not a, a young guy anymore. The Bucks are in their mid-thirties, I think. Like. Yeah, a lot of guys 30-plus here for a company that you're calling the place with the young guys. I don't know. <laughs> well, uh, Sal, you've been looking like you've had a lot to say. We, we haven't, we've supported monopolizing the conversation, but you're the AEW guy, so have at it, man. So <clears throat> uh, you mentioned that, you know, I'll go into detail on the AEW rundown, but I didn't enjoy Revolution. It was just... I know that it wasn't all bad, but for me, there was something that was bad or annoying in everything they did. Um, for example, you know, the ladder match was fun, and I loved Ethan Page showing up. But the whole fucking match, I have to watch Cody get tended to in the tunnel. Like, either go off camera or be ringside. What the fuck? But then how are we going to get Brandy on TV? Yeah, I don't, had to have her on TV. Yeah. Okay. So they're, they're, that's what I'm talking about. It took away from the match. Yeah. And I, I just, agree. there's so many things like that that happened on that card. As far as Christian goes, um, look, I had mentioned Christian last week on AEW Rundown as a possibility. I had mentioned Angle. I had mentioned, you know, other veterans that wanted to still wrestle that Vince didn't really have a place for him. He has a bloated roster as it is. Now, I'm a little bit surprised given that Christian was in the Rumble and it looked like, hey, maybe we'll get an ENC match at Fastlane, right? Like, who knows? And then all of a sudden he shows up in AW. And on the one hand, I'm like, well, you know what, dude, get your money because I know Tony Khan paid you. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, it's, it's a shame that him and Vince couldn't see eye to eye. He just had this big comeback in the Rumble. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to see him have a Mania match. It's true. It's uh, really going to suck that uh, the first... So Christian Cage's first run at TNA uh, got derailed once Kurt Angle come, came in. It's going to suck when it happens again because <laughs> there's... All signs point to him joining AEW very soon. By, by the way, Troy, Troy, do you want to tell the listeners what you said when I said it was going to be Christian? <laughs> Man, you know, I guess, I guess it's. Look, look, I'm just joking, but it's like of all. No, I guess people, it was. I, I, I would hope at this point I have the cachet amongst this group that I don't bullshit. So. 
if I come out and say it's this, it's more often than not, right? Fair. You throw out a lot of names, though. You didn't. You didn't explicitly say it was. It's Christian. I well, he always I, throws the one out of left field, and it's always that fucking one. Yeah, that's true. I said, I said it was going to be Christian. No, the other I said it was Christian, and I said the sixth person would be Sammy. I was off on that one, but uh, yeah. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I mean, to me, it just was wishful thinking because I didn't, I didn't think, I didn't, I didn't think that a guy with a history of concussions would go to a company that has had more concussions <laughs> than that fucking <laughs> dude from Varsity Blues. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, like one thing. Um, which, which, by the way, it was supposed to be Sammy and if the Ethan Page deal had fallen through. But. Uh, um, so Ironic. Earlier, <laughs> earlier in the night, Paul White said it was some, guaranteed that no one could outwork this person, right? Right. So I am thinking at that point, okay, that pretty much eliminates Angle. Because... <laughs> There's no way they bill him like that, and then he's gonna come. Out like, he won a gold medal with a broken freaking neck. Yeah, 25 years ago. Um, dude, everything that guy did, he did with a broken freaking neck. <laughs> I know, it's true. But but when they when he said he was, gonna I jerked off with a broken freaking neck. <laughs> Woo! There you go. No, but when he said he was gonna, um, this person was gonna outwork everybody. I was kind of like, Jason did mention Okada. He's injured, apparently. Okay, but um, yeah, for like a split second, I thought maybe it was going to be somebody like in his prime. And if you listen to uh, the the interview with Christian, basically, he says the deal wasn't even done when it was announced. So it was almost like they were going to make this fucking announcement and then they were going to find someone. Shocking. Yeah. So, yeah, the the thing to me with that is like, so they, they were talking to him and it was like, oh, talks to progression progressing and then they turn around and and say like a big name is signing and it's like you could take that one of two ways you didn't take that as like oh they were confident that he was going to sign or they were going to make him feel feel like an asshole if he didn't sign you <laughs> like, can't make christian feel like an asshole that's true uh ktmn well, 80 well, well, ah, ah, ah. people who have had jay riso to describe him in one word the word would be asshole. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's not but they'll all say Jay's an asshole. Uh, KTMN89 over on Twitch says, How do you call a roster with Paul White, Sting, Dustin Rhodes, Jake Roberts, and Tully Blanchard? A young roster. That's, that, that's only half of them, too. There's a fucking ton of them. Uh, Ginger, how'd you like Revolution? You got me. I didn't watch it. Okay, there we go. <laughs> John, that every, you didn't watch it yet either? I also didn't watch it, although I will say that... Uh, Don't steal my shtick, man. What are you uh, doing? On, <laughs> on the subject of of Christian, I'm both bummed that he's not you know, coming back to WWE, and also I'm planning on watching Dynamite for the first time in several months because he's going to be on Dynamite. So I'm like, eh, you know, that's where I am on that. John Venerick on uh, AEW Rundown this week confirmed. Um, <laughs> uh, so I think now we can, we can address the. Uh, How you doing, Troy? I'm doing fine. Okay, uh, we can address the elephant in the room and the thing that Troy Troy's here to talk about a little bit, uh, which was the main event of Revolution <laughs> and the particularly goings on after the sh- after the match was over. Take it away, Troy. 
Uh, as I was starting to say before, I have watched a considerable amount of Japanese wrestling. Uh, and I have watched quite a few Japanese death matches. <gasps> and I can I can assure you... Totally different than German death matches. <laughs> correct. Okay. Um, yeah, because those are usually used to start a furnace. Uh, so... Everything, every death match, quote unquote, that you see, um, generally, obviously, they have somebody that's right there on the fucking pyro button. So every time they hit the ropes, the fucking pyro goes off. And that pyro is aimed either away from the worker or because of the, what they're wearing. It's safe if it, they get they hit with it a little bit or whatever. You know, it's just, yeah, you get a couple maybe little singed hairs or like that. And when they end with the big countdown... And they have the big explosion at the end. It is a big explosion, but it is one that happens over the wrestler. And you don't see them because the, everything is so fucking, you know, bright and everything of like that. So what happened last night was at the end of this here. Cody. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Bef- before we get into what happened. So that's what they, because uh, I'm not familiar. So that's what they do in Japan. They do this countdown thing. Yes. Yeah, they do. They do the countdown so that way the person will will try to win before the countdown goes because then they have to then they leave their opponent in the ring and then they usually have the big explosion at the end or like that. Now, okay, I wasn't aware of that, so at least now I know where that idea came from. Oftentimes, what will happen in order to protect the uh, the workers' eyes is that a ref or somebody else will dive on top of them so that neither of them are looking at the explosion around them and they're they're safely underneath it and. They're not going to get hurt by it or that, you know, because it's just pyro going off above you, you know. Um, so is that person usually wearing broken handcuffs, or was that their own special twist? That was their own special twist on this one. Um, now, this has also been done on a lot of independent uh, places too that like to do their backyard bullshit and stuff like that to a less safe extent. <laughs> I but would say CZW says they have a death match. Somebody's going to die. Yeah, probably. Like yeah, somebody's going to die. Right, exactly. Now, you have somebody who is a veteran of CZW uh, and somebody who's a veteran of the Japanese segment who has, I believe, done a death match before, and that's in Kenny. Yeah. yeah. So it's like uh, you have the two perfect people in this who know what they're doing. And, and then you have Eddie Kingston, who has also been a CZW guy, who has also done matches like this and stuff like that before, that also knows what to do. So... If anyone knows anything about pyro, you know that it is not one pyro charge that went off at the end of this, <laughs> but multiple ones. And you're going to tell me, and, and the rhetoric that AEW is pushing here is that the one charge was a dud. Bullshit. Because <laughs> that was four different pyro charges that went off at the end there, and they were all suck. No, no, you guys just fucked up. <laughs> like... But yeah, so what happened was Eddie Kingston falls on top of John Moxley to protect him, which again, like I said, that that's what you typically do. You usually have somebody in there so that way they can cover their eyes and stuff like that. And we got sparklers that went off on the ring ring aprons, like less pyro than you get for fucking Kane, less pyro than no, we no. got than we got on Monday. <laughs> like like literally like the little kids at the parade with the sparklers. Yes. Yeah. 
Like like Gilberg entrance. Yeah, right. but less. <laughs> right. If you so, watch, if you watched any of like the WCW Wrestle Wars, like the little sparklers that would oh, come yes. down as the cage yes. was coming yep. down, that's what yep. it reminded me of. Uh, this this was like when Gilberg <laughs> makes his entrance. Yeah. Uh, so so right off the bat, you're like, okay, once once it was happening, they could either have the announcers go like oh my god they're dead or they could have been like what was that and you could have had eddie look look up and be like oh but no what happened was the announcers acted like what we just saw was literal body parts getting thrown into the fucking upper deck and eddie kingston was dead Wait, wait 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 one one tiny detail about that Tony Schiavone actually said this. See those, see those splatters of blood. That's from the explosion. And I'm like, no, you did not just make it sound like they blew to bits. Please tell me you didn't just say that. (laughs) (sighs) See, remember everyone got on. Uh, WWE for the fact that uh, they had to improvise when Roman Reigns couldn't get the handcuffs off. They had to get on them for the things that that they did and for trying to fucking save it. What they didn't do (laughs) is just keep going with the plan. Like they had, like he got up and he had to kick the ref out and stuff like that, and they and they figured something else out. That's not what happened here. They literally just like, well, I guess we'll fix it in post. I'm like, oh wait, there's no post. Oh shit. Yeah, and then... It's like that promo Sid cut back in the day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can we do another take? We're, we're live, pal. We're live, pal. So, instead of just kind of making a meme out of it, or making a joke out of it, like AEW has done in the past, they've made jokes about, you know, like when things don't go right and stuff like that. What they did instead was they went through... And wiped the internet of any fucking videos and GIFs of the main event. Just the main event, mind you. There was still tons of GIFs and videos from the rest of their event. Just, they, they wiped it clean, and then turned around and were just like, Oh, uh, no, here's here's John Moxley, what he was talking to the crowd, where he made fun of the bomb going up, which was not meant for TV, but was totally meant for TV. It was totally meant for TV. And we also blame the fans... For apparently, if if they did, if it was either do this or murder two people, because there there's nothing in between on that. So they blame the fans for being bloodthirsty and wanting them to see like no, the fans just wanted to see something that looked at least somewhat realistic. <laughs> okay, everybody on the internet was so fucking quick when when Seth fought Ray in that I versus an I match. Yep. Oh my god, it's so fucking dumb. <clears throat> okay. AEW does something that at the end of this show looked fucking dumb. Um, and you know what? That's awful. It sucked. But to me, what's worse is, like you said, what, what they did after. I Crazy. This is 2021. You can't hide anything. <laughs> I watched that pay-per-view the next day. I still saw the whole fucking ending. Right. You know what I mean? Like... The fact that they went into full, like, get this off the internet mode is 
Oh my god, it's it's worse. It's worse yeah. than what actually happened. It draws more attention to it, honestly. 100%. Yeah, I mean, you you what you didn't have like, you know, WWE had their whole thing with Kyrie saying they weren't going and trying to remove everything from the internet. You know, they you were getting views of that like like fucking fan cams and stuff of that in, like in the crowd. You saw a lot of people chanting refund after the Fiend and Seth match in Hell yeah. 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 yeah, and that's that's the difference where they're just like you know. It, it happens, and they just kind of move on to the next thing. And that's the thing too is like the the life expectancy of these things is very short. People are going to be on to the next thing, so there was no reason for them to turn around and be like, "No, stop, stop!" Like that's just going to create more and more fucking articles of you. Like well, they have just yeah. a ridiculously thin skin at this point. And that, honestly, this is the first time I've <clears> seen <throat> them face a lot of real staunch criticism on mm. on an event they did. Usually it's universal praise from their their fan base. This time they they isolated and turned some of their fan base against them on what they did here. So um, we'll see how it plays out going forward. But yeah. yeah, we'll see if it we'll see if it affects the ratings at all because they they are so temperamental on the ratings as it is. Yeah, um, that it, it it does kind of feel like there's a possibility that tomorrow. We, you know, the, uh, or Thursday when we actually get the the ratings from Wednesday, that we see a dip, even though it's a post show and they normally do really well on those shows. You know, well, it's also and the other side of it is a NXT has two huge title matches on their show this week, so and and two and two announcements to make too. Yeah, which sure. have sort of already leaked out. We'll talk about that later. But um, see that that this is the different thing too. Here is is that's a prime example where it's like uh, NXT. Boasts we're gonna make we're gonna make two really big announcements that that are that that change our show, and then you hear what those announcements are and you're like, oh, that fits the bill. That that, that exactly fits the bill. They're they're two yeah they're two important announcements that do actually change the landscape a little bit. Whereas over here in AEW you're like, we've got the signing that's going to propel us into the stratosphere and some of that, and then it's like and then Christian you're like, okay, like that's cool. Sure, but he's not. But, it, but it's not Brock. It's, it's not. not it's not Brock. It's not CM Punk. It wasn't the, like those are the names who like Okada would have even been huge too. Which again, I was like, I was like, it's not fucking Okada. There's no way New right. Japan is going to let. They're trying. New Japan is trying to come to the, to the U.S. right now. They're not going to fucking have Okada be signed to a multi-year deal with with AEW. You know, which that once they said there was someone signed to a multi-year deal, I was like, all right, it's not. Anyone in Japan who's just coming here for a couple of shows or something like that, like, nope, it's it's a, like a full on wrestler. But yeah, like I said, it, it was it, 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 when you start, you, they continue to to overpromise on things and underdeliver, and that's not good. You went at the opposite. This will be the greatest night in our sport. Yeah, <laughs> the tide yeah. of wrestling will turn. Tonight. Wait, wait, wait. Um, real quick, John or Ginger, did you see the GIF of of the? Explosion. Yeah, yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. I've seen the video. Oh, it's fucking Bush League, right? Like it's fucking it, stupid. It's right? worse. <laughs> it, See, call out Bush League. And so Tony Khan didn't succeed. John and fucking Ginger didn't buy the pay per view. They saw it the next day. Yeah. Well, I saw it right after it happened. Actually, that was immediately on the internet. Like, dude, yeah. the WWE didn't fucking try to edit down the triple threat women's match. When Tony Storm stood next to the table and it fell apart, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, 
No, no, no. They they made a joke I mean, out of it. Fair, WWE <clears throat> takes down the gifts anyway. That was the big thing. Yeah. AEW said that we're not going to do like the big bad WWE does. Yep. Yeah, but they did yeah. it too. So yeah, and that yeah. and that is that right there is is like WWE does that because of the fact that it's like yeah, it is copyright material. It makes sense. Yeah, but when AEW has said in the past and posted to Reddit, like, hey, don't keep your gifts coming. It's free advertising for us. So then you turn around and, like, okay, but, okay, but only the good stuff. Like, no, no, you can't put that caveat on there, dude. Like, no, you, it's all or nothing, dude. So uh, you listen to uh, AEW Rundown this Thursday for uh, Friday, I guess, for the full recap of the uh, pay-per-view and Listen to that at, only after you've listened to NXT Rundown at the same day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, since we're talking about AEW, I think it's a good time to lead off the news with the story featuring one of the EVPs of AEW. Uh, Cody did an interview pre-Revolution on ESPN Radio in Jacksonville. Uh, at that point, the host asked him about the possibility and the rumor that NXT would be moving to Tuesday nights. Cody's response... There was a fun nature to the Wednesday Night War that plenty of people took very seriously. But if we're being honest, and again, not trying to sound braggadocious, this is just a run-through. We've destroyed them for over a year now in the space, and them leaving, perhaps that opens up a different viewership for us on Wednesdays, but we're not reactionary to their booking. We're not going to change anything we do with what they decide to do on Wednesdays or not. And also, there's a lot of smart people who work for WWE, and perhaps they're planning something else. Maybe it's going to be a Wednesday Night Raw, for all I know. I'm not assuming that their white flag on moving to Tuesday nights is a true white flag. I'm going to kind of wait and see myself. And in the interim, we're all, all we're going to do is continue to come up with good content, great stories, and try to make new kings and queens on our roster. You'd be surprised if you're, if you're ever backstage at AEW, no one's talking about our competition as far as how it affects our job that night. We're talking about how much we love or are excited to do what we are about to do, and that won't change. Okay. There's a lot to unpack in this statement here. There's um, really not, though, because you just oh, no, that. No, 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 there <laughs> is. Because let's start by clarifying some completely incorrect things that were said here. Oh, that's true. That's true. This is not a white flag waving by WWE. This was a decision the network made to move hockey into their Wednesday night spot when NBC Sportsnet decided to close up shop. They move, they're moving hockey to USA. USA decided to move hockey into the Wednesday night spots, and they needed to move NXT somewhere else. This was not Vince or Hunter going, God damn, we got to get off there. They're kicking our ass. Which, by the way, I will grant you, they, are, they have one more weeks, I think they had, at NXT's won four or five weeks, so nothing major. Most weeks have been won by AEW. Most in America. Weeks, right. India doesn't count. <laughs> uh, most of those weeks, it was not a resounding victory. And no. most of those weeks, it was a consistent, either both went up or both went down. And Despite all those victories, AEW's fan base has really not, in terms of ratings, has really not grown since day one. So you're patting yourself on the back for holding on to the crowd that you had at the day you opened. You haven't expanded that fan base at all in terms of your ratings. So I don't know if that's something you want to be proud of. Second of all, please, 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 please don't tell me 
that nobody in your backstage area gives a shit what's going on on NXT or WWE because I've read their social medias. I've watched BTE. I've listened to the promos, the interviews. I've heard you had an entire fucking segment from un, was undesirable to undeniable where you basically grabbed everybody who had ever been told no by the WWE and put them on there and showcased them. WWE bad, AEW good. Don't forget about the throne. Right, and the throne breaker, obviously. So please, please, please don't try to sell me that bag of horse shit. We just had a joke this past week about Chris Jericho curtain jerking at the performance center. Jericho, like, live tweets fucking NXT results at this point. And also... No, Troy, no, nobody, nobody backstage is thinking about the competition, okay? I, I, I love this notion of, like, oh, NXT is throwing out the white flag. Because you know it's like like somebody's going up to Vince and be like, oh, by the way, Cody said that uh, um, we we were throwing up the white flag and, and because we lost the war. And he's probably going to be like, the fuck's Cody? <laughs> like, they're not at war. They're not. WWE is like, oh, you're going to take on our our C show? Well, guess what? We don't give a fuck because we got billions of dollars from our other two shows. So yeah, go ahead, fight our little fight, fight our developmental brand, and fucking play victory. Care about our C show? Have you seen what we've done to those people when they come to the main roster? <laughs> it's like it's literally it's literally that fucking uh, um, meme where it's the like dude at the Olympics like fucking like kissing the woman and biting the fucking thing and so and it's like third place. It's like that's that's literally that's literally what they are. They're celebrating the fact that they're third place. And in that vein, uh Cody mentions maybe they're going to be Wednesday night raw. He better fucking hope to god they're not. Yeah. Cuz there goes all those ratings wins you like to tout because uh, and WWE on Raw, as bad as the show is, and I'm not going to sit here and tell you the show's good, as bad as it is, it doubles up AEW's ratings every week, and they're facing much stiffer competition in terms of like the NFL half of the year. So, please. You get triple their ratings sometimes. Yeah, exactly. You know what, what amazes me? Back in the mid-90s when Paul Heyman was running ECW, he believed his bullshit so much that you believed it with him, like some of it, right? About the little engine that could and all that other stuff. When Cody or Tony Khan says it, it instantly sounds like they're delusional. Like, it's, there's no credibility to anything they say anymore. Like, what do they... Fu- like, the, the notion that fucking... The WWE does anything because AEW um, is beating them in the fucking ratings is a joke at best. Like you said, this this is a fucking network decision. It has nothing to do with them. I've said it before. There's there's no way that if there was a real war that Timothy Thatcher would be in the main event of NXT. (laughs) That's just not the way that they would book the show if they they actually cared what AEW was doing. Do you remember when NXT announced New Year's Evil? Mm-hmm. Yep. Do you remember what happened the next week on AEW? Oh, weird. That episode, a special episode. Yeah, exactly, that. which is weird, given that they don't care what NXT is doing. Right yeah, now. and they also and they also remember WWE only counter programs everything that AEW does. Even though right. I think it's only how ha- I think it only happened once. It was that Evolve show. 
that they, and and even uh, that was I was because of the fact was, uh, the Great American Bash or Halloween Havoc or one of those was announced after an AEW special week was it was Great American Bash and that's that, fine yeah look I have no look if you're gonna be fucking petty like you said every single goddamn week you bring them up on BT every single goddamn promo Jericho and Cody got something to fucking say about them I don't really mind WWE doing the Great American Bash like fuck. We feel like doing it. Fuck off. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, all the shots AEW takes, and people are going to get mad that WWE did counter-programming for that summer, and, you know, for those couple nights in July. Oop. Like, come on. Yeah. Um, all right, moving on here, because we could, we could kick Cody's ass for that statement all night long. Hey, Jackson. Um, an- yeah. Oh. Um, another uh, item that doesn't necessarily play well to the narrative. Uh, Big Show sat down and did an interview um, with the media after Revolution. Well. Sorry, Paul White. Uh, and was asked about... Uh, Sorry, Captain Insano. To which he said, Vince actually called me the day it was announced that I signed with AEW, wished me a lot of luck, agreed that I'm going to be a huge asset at AEW, thanked me for all the years that I worked in WWE. There's no animosity, there's no anger, there's no dirt, so to speak. This just came down to contract negotiations and opportunities. Let's face it, at over 20 years at WWE, I've done everything that there is to do in WWE. I need a fresh start. For me, I think Vince understands that and understands me as a talent, and this was the best opportunity for me to do that. Clearly, Vince is a giant prick here, right? <laughs> can we can we talk about how that that goes back to that story that Meltzer was trying to push where it was like, WWE doesn't want to release anyone because they're worried they're going to go help the competition. And it was like, no, WWE hasn't released anybody for like the three years before that at that point, too. And then it was like... They fired everybody! Yeah, then they fired everyone. It was like, oh, where where did that rhetoric go again? Because they they got rid of the good brothers who turned around and I mean, say what you will, have kind of helped and like, here you go again. Here's all white and Christian, like the guys that could help them, and they're they're not hanging on to them. So it's it's funny how that rhetoric fucking quietly goes away. It'll come back again because it'll be like, oh, why don't whenever it'll be like, why don't they just fire fucking Baron Corbin? Meltzer will be like, well, because they don't want him to help their competitions. Like that is <laughs> it's so bullshit. Like no, they really don't like care. Corbin, but more on that later. You uh, you pop Jackson with that reference because he actually just watched The Waterboy for the first time the other day. Nice. <laughs> he got the Captain Insano joke. Uh, anybody nice. else have anything on Paul White and his leaving? Um, him and Christian are Vince's spies. <laughs> um, nice. Uh, Cody is Vince's spy. Thank significantly you. less excited about Paul White than I am about Christian. Well, yeah. Remember, remember when it was. Uh, uh, Vince sent Kevin Nash and Scott Hall to ruin WCW. That was the thing back in the day that everyone would, like people left still, on to. People still fucking believe that. Yeah, people still believe that, that that he sent the NWO to destroy WCW. It's like, yeah, I'm sure he sent them to <laughs> to let them lose for a fucking like, two years or 83 weeks. And <laughs> totally to then turn around and start like, you fucking idiots. Um, yeah, yeah it's just... This makes me laugh every time I think about that kind of shit. No, I, I, the other it's thing, God, the the other thing I was going to say about the Big Show, and this goes with Christian too. I mean, wrestling fans, I I don't know, some most of them are sports fans, I think, 
maybe not all of them. Maybe it's like half, but this happens in sports all the time. Somebody's with the team for 14, 15 years, and then they go sign somewhere else. They couldn't reach a deal. You know what I mean? It's yeah, I, I fucking business. I can't think of a name that that just happened with. Um, I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> but you know, but Vince is pulling the invasion angle where he yeah. sent Kurt Angle to spy, but it's Christian and Big Show. I'm telling you. See, you're you're inside scoop. See, you're you're talking about uh, um, like sports guys switching teams and stuff like that, and yet uh, Joachim Noah, who. Spent the past couple of years on different teams. What did he do? Signed a one-day deal to, to retire as a bull. His original home. And that's what's going to happen to a lot of these guys. Is, is They're going to come back to WWE, get the fucking Hall of Fame treatments, and then get on Legendary once this is all said and done. And, and things are going to be for, forgiven. Like, they always are. First of all, like uh, the Big Show wasn't an original WWE guy. He's a WCW guy. You know? And he got brought over, and, and he, people were still saying that, like, oh, all the all the WCW guys are getting buried because, like, the there's animosity. It's like, no, like, a lot of those guys came over and were big. Like, Triple H was a WCW guy first, if you think about it. He wasn't there for long, but he did yeah, work for them. He wasn't counted as a WCW yeah. guy. But, yeah, like, you, but you look at, it, like, Booker T, you know, he's still with the fucking company, you know, and he was a WCW guy. Jericho would have still been with it if he wouldn't have been a bitch. Um, which, by the way, he he just put out a tweet where it was like, I, I, I don't remember if it was like a hair and makeup guy or if it was like a, a seamstress or something like that, but he was talking about like, oh, this person always makes me look me look like look good every time I'm out there in AEW and like to, to be a rock star, you gotta got to look like a rock star. It's like, dude, have you looked at some of the mirror lately? Like, <laughs> like you, that you do not looks like without the makeup. No. You do, like, dude, you do not look like a fucking. Like, you do not look great right now for a, a business that is very, very fucking. The, the guy can barely do a fucking moonsault anymore, and one of these times he's not going to have someone who can fucking save him, like, uh, like, uh, Mister Perfect did that one time. Like, it's just, it's going to be done. He's going to fucking. Land on his fat, and he's gonna be over, be out. <laughs> Have a good night, Jackson. Uh, by the way, all these all these people you're mentioning already jumped ship and went to TNA for a period. That's true. And yeah. Then instantly came back and was like, "Can I have a Hall of Fame ring, please?" I mean, you look at it like Samoa Joe is one of their lead commentators right now. Bobby Roode has is their tag team champion right now. AJ Styles is a former WWE champion. Like, when will people get it through their heads that Vince doesn't care if you worked for another company for a, a ton of time? As long as you can make him money now, that's all, all that matters. The guy's a billionaire. He wants more fucking money. No, I mean, like, even the guys, like, Christian went to TNA. Yeah. You know, Kurt Angle went to TNA. They, all, they both came back to WWE. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, but they, went there, they yeah. went there at a time when... Like it mattered that you went there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Angle, now it's was like whatever. Angle was a big deal in 2006 when he went to TNA. That was a game changer. But yeah. it's not. Let him come back. But it's not like it was back in the day. Back back in the day when there was an actual war between WCW and WWF. Like oh, it yeah. it mattered if you jumped ship. And yeah, there would be you would have to mend some fences when you came back. Now. 
when they're since they're the big fucking game, they don't give a fuck because they look at AEW as an independent promotion. They look at them as an indie, not as not as a challenge to them, not as a fucking you know fighter or anything of like that, because that's literally what they are compared to them is an independent promotion. They're they're a promotion that's only in America, that doesn't fucking travel outside of it right now, doesn't have TV deals in most of their countries. Like they're not competition to them. Because whatever money that they that that AW is taking from in America, they're making up for it in fucking Guadalupe and Australia and fucking Russia and India and all this. Other. They're making hand over fist money. That's why they're able to fucking continue to do business every day. And the only thing that sucks is I wish that AW was publicly traded just so we could actually see how their financials actually look right now. Because I wonder if they are actually making money, or if Tony Khan is just funneling in money from his other vent, uh, ventures. You know? Because that was the whole whole thing with M- Impact. Impact wasn't making money. A- Anthem well, had... be making money. They're on their first TV deal, they have no crowds, and they're signing all this talent. I mean, yeah. I mean you could probably do the math on that. Yeah. That's the thing, is like, you guys can keep talking about your ratings wins, but are you really winning? <laughs> Because no, the, the, the thing is, if if they're hemorrhaging money and it's making their product better in the long run, awesome. You're, you're investing, right? But they're hemorrhaging money, like Jason said, by signing all of these fucking people to, I'm assuming, large amounts of money. Listen, Sean <clears throat> is going to be a superstar for them. Yeah, sure. I hope that... that- hands out for you <laughs> that was that was the whole thing was the the people that get the this person is all elite card means that they are at a higher pay level and sean dean got in a sean dean is all elite card i don't know fucking how right <laughs> but he is making more money than red velvet is because red velvet is not making that money yet she was on the fucking pay-per-view and sean dean was not she was not on the pay-per-view oh sorry no um Sorry, yeah, she she was in the fucking Cody match. Yes. And Shondi was not on Dynamite. He was in the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So uh, yeah, that we, we've talked about way too much about AEW on this show. So dude, I don't want around. to talk about the other shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fair point. Uh, well, I do have one more story that's worth worth mentioning here. Uh, we talked in the past, I believe, about Kelly Klein having filed a lawsuit against Ring of Honor uh, this past week. The other person sort of linked to Kelly Klein's issues with Ring of Honor also filed his lawsuit against the company as Joey Mercury filed a lawsuit in the state of Maryland against Ring of Honor and Sinclair Broadcasting over a forced resignation and for being misclassified as an independent contractor. Mercury claims he was paid substantially less than other individuals performing the same services for similar companies. He also claims that he was misclassified as an independent contractor. He allegedly was forced to to resign due to the company's lack of concern for the talent in the lawsuit. He claims he was expressed... I'm sorry, he claims that he expressed his concerns several times to both ROH and Sinclair regarding the lack of safety protocols and available medical supervision during matches. Mercury worked with Ring of Honor from May 2018 to October 2019 as a trainer and an agent. Um, so, yeah, and of course, Kelly Klein filed a lawsuit for um, a lot of di- a couple different things, um, apl- employment discrimination being the overriding thing. But uh, a lot of Joey Mercury's issues were related to Kelly Klein being encouraged to wrestle while or, or travel while clearly concussed. Um, so, uh, 
uh, things not great in Ring of Honor land right now these days. I don't watch Ring of Honor, so I have no idea. Yeah, but yeah, except but... when the Kingpin Brian Malonis is on, right, Ginger? Of course. Okay. I watch his clips. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Um, unfortunately, we have gotten to that point with Ring of Honor that it's not surprising. Right. The the history is there um, in terms of the the management of Ring of Honor to make you sort of side with these people. Um, now, Joey Mercury is by far not somebody you want really joining in on your lawsuit with you because he is a bit unstable. I think is probably the nicest way to put that. Um, but I also crazy is probably more accurate. Thank you. <laughs> um, so I, but Kelly Klein, like I, I do feel like she has a case. Um, and I don't, uh, we don't know enough to really make much of an opinion on this. Um, but it's, I'm, the only thing we can hope is that uh, this this does something for ROH that in the future they don't do this kind of same shit again. So uh, only and, time will tell, right? <clears throat> and I know yeah, that well. uh, I, I know Jason. You don't want to get too much into it, obviously, for obvious reasons. Um, but yeah, like it. it you get this with a lot of different promoters, though, and that, and that's why we have talked about in the past that like if they had independent wrestlers form a union, they would be a really good thing. So you wouldn't be able to have some of these promoters just kind of turn a blind eye to certain things that happen, or or maybe not realize that something is as serious as it actually is, you know. So. Yep. Oh, yeah, like I said, it's just unfortunate because ROH now has has that that stink on them, where it's like they've they've already had some of these things in the past continue to come up, and um, yeah, so now you're just like you're like, well, we've you've lost the benefit of the doubt on on things. So okay. moving on, up, up, moving on up. Oh, I see, I get you. Uh, anything else for the news, Jason? That is going to do it. So that means that it's time for the good, the bad. What the fuck? So we had a SmackDown. We're going to start with, uh, and because you've been a little quiet on us, John, what is your good from SmackDown? I know people didn't seem like uh, they were super into this uh, on the internet, but uh, I'm still here for the Apollo thing. Like, understanding that the presentation sort of, like, got a touch more cartoony this week, I still like the promo, I don't have a particular problem with the presentation. Uh, I... It's racist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'll dismissively wave my hand at that, but no, it it's fine. 
it's a character from what I understand from you, you guys talking like that he has played on the indies. Like it's not like Vince is making him be like, no, Vince is letting him be what he was when he signed him. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So like, you know, that, that feels, yeah, just like people wanting to hate on it. And I think the work's been good and I'm still here for it. And I want to see him beat Biggie. Yeah. That's all. People want to see people. People will take any excuse that they can to take shots at Vince, but at the same time, it's like, well, either everything is Vince is doing, or only some things are, because you you dismiss anything that's good as being like, oh, that must have been the worker doing it, because you can't give Vince any credit on things, and then everything that's bad has to be Vince's fault, you know, and it's yeah. like. It's like, yes, I understand that he oversees a lot of it, but he also gives his people a pretty good fucking, like, he, he talks to people, he talks to the wrestlers, and they come and they pitch him ideas. And if Apollo Crews comes up and says, hey, by the way, I want to, you know, I want to be this badass that I was, you know, before you you brought me in here, then, he, then they talk about things and they workshop things. And Apollo Crews, like, he accepted to go do that stuff. And either... Either he said, I want to go out there carrying a ceremonial spear like my father's tribe does, which I'm assuming is what happened. <laughs> or, or Vince yeah. said, go out there and carry a, carry a spear. And he said, okay. Which is, you can say, you can say no. Nobody's forcing him to do anything. Like, you know, but I, but again, it's like his, his father's tribe carries ceremonial spears. It's not racist it's their heritage like if he were a face he would just stab it into the stage yes yeah exactly so so apparently wearing a kilt and having a sword not racist carrying a spear just because you're black completely racist like people are so fucking idiots take the race issues and all that bullshit out of the way this is the first time in his entire WWE career i found apollo cruz compelling and interesting and want to see more of him and they did right, something with agree. they did something with Daniel Desjarnet. Yes, yeah. <laughs> or Denzel Desjarnet. That's what it was. Desmond Troy. That's what it is. Desmond yes, Troy. I, yes, you should Troy know is. that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I should. the The other guy, I think, was the guy that they just recently signed to the Performance Center. Yeah, I forget the name. I forget his name too. But yeah, he's. I mean, obviously, they're not having a wrestle because he's. I don't think he's a wrestler. I think he's like a another sports athlete that they're turning into wrestler, but it was like, hey, he's a good-looking black guy, so let's put him out there. So, yeah, I agree with you, John. I, I liked it. Um, I think that, uh, yeah, it, it'd be... It, John's camera keeps changing color filters. It's like he's got, like, a little it's, lens. A paint it's, lens. Kind of, it's also kind of wavy at times, and yeah. it's making me, <laughs> making me a little nauseous to look at. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it goes like... Bo, 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 bo. Either that or I'm just. I don't get that. I just oh, get the color change. Maybe I'm just. Uh, maybe I'm high and I, I didn't realize it. Too. I see it. I see well, it. We know Ginger's high, so yeah. it's possible. No comment. <laughs> you know, I was I was sweating a little bit earlier. Maybe I like burned off like a fat reserve that had some some, uh, some past <laughs> in it and just hit me again. Uh, Sal, what's your good? Uh, my good was Daniel Bryan. Um. I thought he did really good with the promo. Um, it's one of those people that when, yes, 
my 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 good was Daniel Bryan. I, I thought he did really good. <laughs> it was weird. It was a little weird. Like, why are you tentative? <laughs> You, I was trying to remember what he exactly what he said. Like, it, yeah, but you you came off like you were expecting us to yell at you, and you're like, no, my, no, 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 no. My good was Daniel Bryan. It was like, mama said, mama said, Look, maybe it's not Ginger the one that's a little high tonight. All right, so he's up, or maybe it's both. We're not going to yell at you yet. Um. No, but yeah, I I just I he's one of the few guys that he's right there. He can galvanize all the fans, and you believe him because he sounds like he believes in what he's saying. Is that going to lead to a match at WrestleMania? No, no, it's absolutely not. Which is fine. I'm I'm not one of the people that like needs to. Have really? Yeah. You. I don't know. This feels like the fast lane spot before Mania. You should love it. You hated the fact that Reigns was facing Edge, so it definitely makes it more interesting. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, my my good was the cage match. Yeah, but piggybacking off off Dan and Brian a little bit there. Man, that's another one of those things. Like if you would have told me a year ago that Jey Uso would be a really good singles wrestler, I would have laughed in your face. I'd have been like, I'd have been like, hey, you talking about the fucking drunk one? Oh wait, no, never mind. <laughs> You mean the one that hosts singing competitions? Yes. That, that's what was going on with Jey Uso a year ago. You you sort of feel at this point, like, once Jimmy gets back, it's like, do you even want to put him in a tag team anymore? I don't, I, <laughs> to, be, to be 100% honest, I think Jimmy's got to be ready by now. So I think they're just kind of running with Jey yeah. alone right now, honestly. I think yeah. that's where his ACL at WrestleMania, right? Yes. Yeah. So it's been, so, almost, a it's been almost a year, yeah. So yeah, you see, he's probably... He probably is ready, and yeah, they are probably just waiting for the right time. But yeah, like if you bring him back, then you're like, well, now we're just slapping back together as the Usos. So you you do kind of cut his legs out on, from under him. I mean, not uh, necessarily. They could they could still split. They could just be the singles working fa- faction. Yeah. By the way, the moment I knew Christian might be in play was when they announced that the original match was supposed to be Roman and Jay versus um, Edge and Danny Bryan. Bryan. Yeah. For some fucking reason. And then all of a sudden you were like, oh, I remember that. Jason said Edge and Christian, but hey, wait a minute. <laughs> the ginger, oh, he's gone. Uh, Jason, <laughs> what's your he's good? He's taking a shit, right? That's yeah, probably. What's going on there? Okay. Um, if for anybody who's listened to this show in the last three months, my good from SmackDown is not going to surprise you. <laughs> it was the Roman Reigns promo. Um, again, I, I, the guy just fucking slays it each and every fucking week. Um, this week he dropped on us. He, I love this business, and I don't need it to do it, but I do it because everyone needs me. That was fucking great. <laughs> fucking amazing. <clears throat> um, and that soon Daniel will accept that, and when he does accept it, he'll acknowledge him. He is so fucking good in this role on the microphone we spent so many years wasting him and now we're sort of seeing how much he was wasted in the way he was used so what do you what do you attribute this um this new promo style to do you do you think that it is 
completely him and they're just giving him him the free reign or or do you think it's kind of a mixture of him and Paul Heyman together? I, 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 think, I think Heyman helps a lot. I think Heyman helps a lot. And I think having Heyman out there helps a lot too, because it's sort of a reassuring, um, uh, sort of a, a confidence thing to have Paul standing next to him and knowing if I, if I screw something up, Paul can grab the mic and just go and I don't have to worry about it. I'm not out here on an island by myself. It's, um, it's very funny to me that like he has Paul Heyman out there, but he's the one who does the majority of the talking. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that is not the way it is whenever Brock is with them. Like huh? you never hear Brock at all. And it's like, and, and Brock they can't talk. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's, what's so funny about it. It's like, it's gotten to the point now where it's like, does he need Paul Heyman with him? No, but it kind of makes him a better heel that way. Cause it's like, I don't need him out here, but I'm going to have him out here anyways. You know, it amps up the healness. Yeah. yeah. The other great line is that Daniel doesn't need rest. Doesn't love wrestling. He needs it because he has nothing else. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, it's so funny because, you know, we've been saying for years, Roman, you know, turn him heel, let him go. But if you would have told me that he would have been cutting these type of promos, I just thought he would have just been, you know, beating the shit out of everybody. Kind of like a Brock style heel, right? But he's fucking scorching dudes. Mm. Like, What? And, I, and like you Troy, said, it's would you say be... he's Troy? Would you say he's ethering people on the mic? Yes, mm, yes, he is. <laughs> I um, get. I gotta say though, um, if you if you follow him on Twitter, this is nothing new. Like he has been doing this on Twitter since before he was a heel. Like he would, he will, he'll fucking snap on on a person and 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 ether him. Uh, <laughs> So, so yeah, like it, it does feel like there is that aspect of it that that's been brought in where it's like, yeah, you can be a little savage. Um, <laughs> well, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to stall so that Ginger can do is good, but I don't, uh, I don't believe he's going to come back. And, and that, that gentleman that's watching, warming his seat over there, isn't going to help either. So, uh, so I think we're going to have to move on to our bad. He can do it when he gets back. Yeah. Um, so we, I think we talked a couple weeks ago about how, like, oh, Murphy and, and Bo Dallas are, are backstage. They just don't know what to do with them. What am I? What the fuck? God. And uh, so Murphy returned, and he's a stooge again. Yeah, apparently just wants to help Seth now. With no fucking explanation. <laughs> I just, I can't, dude. I... Like, if he walks on the screen and goes, you know what, you were right, that girl was a cunt. Right. Yeah. At least that would be something. But instead, it's just like, oh, well, um, you get better head, Seth. So why don't uh, <laughs> I'll just I'll just come back and join you. And then for it to Seth to just be like, ah, fuck yeah. <laughs> like, no, Seth was like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. As well, he should. He right, should. Yeah. That's, that's why this is also my bad, because. Murphy actually came back worse than when he left. Yeah. Seth doesn't even walk around. Murphy's like, please, please let me back in the group. And then he pretty well got squashed by Cesaro. And then he got, yeah, please. (laughs) He got his ass kicked by Cesaro. Um, No, I mean, like, uh, when when he left. Like, uh, the last thing he did was, like, uh, be a line of Mysterio aligned people who got their ass kicked by Baron Corbin, I thought. That's true. Yep. 
That's true. I'm just trying to figure out what the thing is because he got he's a good looking guy. He's cut out of fucking stone. He's amazing in the ring. Yep. He can even talk on the mic. So what is it that this guy's missing that they refuse to fucking push him and put him in a prominent role? What is that thing? Because he's got the star quality. He's got the it factor. Like, he seems to have everything you want in a star. I have said before, he could be that company's Kenny Omega. He's that fucking good. I don't get it either. And it's like, yeah, you're like he was he was real fucking hot coming off of the, uh, um, you know, joining up with Seth, and then it was like it was like the the writing like the writing was on the wall, like it wrote itself. Like he, he eventually turns on him, he's get this big face moment. Seth puts him over, and then it was like, yeah, but fuck that, we're not gonna do that. We're just Turn we're just happened gonna... out of nowhere. It was yep. completely anticlimactic. It never made a pay per view. It was all done uh, on TV. Yeah. It was it, like they completely mishandled it, and now they just can't figure out what to fucking do with the guy. It's like, do something. I mean, you literally, like, even if, Mysterio's daughter literally Yoko Ono'd them. Maybe. <laughs> um, so I'm asking because I seriously don't remember. He can't talk, though, right? Oh. Buddy Murphy. He can talk. <laughs> he, he, okay. he's, be- he's better on the mic than Cesaro. Yeah, he's good. Okay. He's got an accent, but he's good. I was gonna say I don't even remember like the last promo. Oh, he pro- he, cut, he got great so. promos in two hundred five when he was a champion. Over there. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's that, that's why he eventually moved over to. Oh, you know what? You're right. His heel character when he was cruiserweight champ. That's right. That, that yeah. were pretty good. His his whole Not best like great, but like okay. Oh, but his his best kept secret gimmick and stuff like that was was yeah. always really good. Like yeah, and slightly less than full of shit, Ginger. Uh, did you have a good for SmackDown? Because we skipped past it. Um, no, no, that's fine. Uh, I'll just throw a quick one. Uh, Sasha's outfit. Okay, fair enough. Um, you know, yeah, they 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 just got rid of uh, Blake's tag team partner. Just put the dubstep Cowboys back together, just so you can at least use them. You can you can use Murphy, you know, and and you can strengthen that tag team division. Like at least then you're doing something with him, you know, and eventually oh, you can you can split him off again. Um. Well, Ginger, since you're back, what's your what's your bad from SmackDown? Uh, I I don't know. You you just kind of said it. Um, the whole Buddy Murphy situation. Wow. Yeah, that's what we were talking about. Yeah. <laughs> that's three okay. out of five. Yep. <laughs> right. Um. It was my what the fuck. To be fair. Yeah. There you go. So we're what just gonna forget everything that happened. Yep. <laughs> yep. Like. Get get this guy his own shtick, please, for the love of God. I thought that was Aaliyah. I thought that was his gimmick. He was going to be her boyfriend. No, that that was. She got she got his shtick. Yeah. So <laughs> to make things even worse, Michael Cole spoils the end of the fucking match. Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> he called oh, early. I forgot like, about what are that. Julie, like even Seth Rollins, like wow, you can predict the future, Cole. Good for you and. It was like, dude, what the fuck are you doing, man? I don't think I've ever heard Michael Cole do that. I mean, personally, that like stuck out like that. But <laughs> that was fucking bad, dude. They wouldn't even let him finish his match. By the way, um, I saw a little clip from the the next WWE special, the the Biggie, um, twenty four seven or whatever like that. I'm gonna have to watch that because. <laughs> 
Yeah. They, he, it, it, the clip was him explaining why he throws his jacket at, at Corey Graves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I haven't, I haven't watched it yet. I've oh, I I watched it. Like I said, that's all I, I saw. I saw just they, they explain like the pancakes thing and then the throwing of the jacket at, at Corey Graves. And I was watching. I'm like, I was like, oh my god, it's it looks funny as fuck. Um. Anyways, uh, John, what's your bad? Every single bit of uh, the segment that involves Sasha Banks that wasn't her net, uh, her outfit. <laughs> one of one of my bads. Everything about Shayna, Bianca, Nia, <laughs> Sasha, and Reggie. Yeah, it's so fucking bad, and it creeped. Uh, we'll we'll get there, but it fucking creeped into Raw. Like yes, it did. It's ugh. oh, it didn't creep. It's just staying there. It's like yeah. When, it, it, the the when you're dating someone once they like put their toothbrush in there that's it that's it <laughs> she's there yeah. so yeah so the only good part about this entire interaction is that they finally made Carmela not look like a complete fucking idiot she fired him right <laughs> like for, took for her like, long enough for like three months he's been running around like trying to get his nose up Sasha's ass and she's just like oh yeah come to the ring with me yeah. of course that was also her only involvement on the show but oh, damn. Yeah. something but yeah no that that's awful and Reggie needs to stop being a part of the women's storylines yep. <laughs> he's, he's on both shows now man yeah. no it's it's just fucking ridiculous um, you know, we have unless he becomes we have unless, a month. unless he becomes like the little kangaroo that lives in Naya's pouch. That I, I mean, chuckle at. We could <laughs> go in that direction. More on that later. Um, yeah, it's a Joey, it's a Joey by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh it. my god! He could change. He can change his name. Um. <laughs> Yeah, like we literally have a month before WrestleMania, and this is how we're building one of our big fucking matches. Yep, it's crazy. Oh, um, all right. Oh, by the way, Roman got more pyro on SmackDown than the exploding ring that <laughs> did. Yep. Everybody. There was, is. dude. There was a ton of them, and then uh, over over on Raw. Um, the whole Randy Orton thing people were saying was a shot at, at it because one of the, the turnbuckles doesn't didn't pyro up. Oh, I saw that. So oh, they tweeted it and said, "What an explosive situation!" Yeah. Oh yeah, they were they were definitely fucking having some fun with that. Which which again, it was just like, "Hey man, fucking turnabout is fair play." You guys spent guys spend every fucking waking moment trying to take shots at them. Like, yeah. Um. Okay. So did did was there any other um, bads that anyone had. Yeah, since I get to do mine. Um, did I we you just really... did yours. <laughs> so that was also on my list. Oh, okay. Um, did we really need to have the Street Profits now do singles matches with Corbin and Sammy? Was that really a thing anybody was like famous for? Why the fuck is and by the way, Corbin and Sammy the more talented Street Profit and have him be the one that fucking loses? <laughs> Uh, to Corbin. <laughs> they like themselves some Baron Corbin. I'm just glad that I got to see that cool fucking back suplex thing that Corbin did. I enjoyed that move. That looked nice. 
Corbin's so. usually good for like one or two interesting looking things. Well, well, like, the, I don't, I don't know if interesting is the right word, but like well, his signature moves are fun. So yeah, just the rest of his moves that's it, it's garbage. The ten minutes of rear chin lock you get yeah. in between. Right. Yeah. If, I, if I did enjoy. Oh, go ahead, Troy. If they just made him like a, a tall but also still bald Goldberg, and he just goes up there, hits a fucking deep six at the end of days, and pins and wins, then his match would be great. <laughs> but then no. <laughs> or if he would wrestle like he did in the fucking chamber match. Yeah. What if he discovers his his German ancestors' roots? <laughs> oh, oh no. <laughs> Everybody's rediscovering their roots now. I figure you know why not. League of Nations part. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like German royalty or something. Yeah. And his first person to take out is is Bill Goldberg, because he's Jewish. Why did you have that look on your face? What do you think <laughs> I meant? Oh, oh I, I I thought we were going to a Nazi place. Oh, we're definitely going to a Nazi place. He's just no selling it now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, did you have any any other bands or? I do not see what you're talking about. Perfect. Um... <laughs> this is so fucking awful. But yeah. Do not do not even type that up. That's not going to be an oh. option for the title. <laughs> 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 Now that I've uh, casually blasphemed, I, I really enjoyed the uh, the religion discussion on NXT. <laughs> oh, thanks. Oh. The, the one we couldn't get out of fast enough. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but no, no, it was a. Uh, I I I thought it was interesting. Yeah. All right, I think that moves us along to uh, what the fucks. Uh, Sal, what you got for your what the fuck? Uh, unfortunately, it's not. It's already been said. It's uh, what the fuck is Corbin doing pinning anybody in 2021? <laughs> look, I look. I, I don't have as big of a problem with King Corbin as everybody else, but I also think that he belongs in the mid card and not as high up on the card as he is right now. But I don't uh, care about Corbin and Sammy versus team. the Street Park. That's not super like, high. Yeah, it's true. But also, like. Sammy is Sammy is too good to be stuck in a tag team with King Corbin. Yes, agreed with that. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. John, uh, for me it was the Ding Dong. Uh, That's mine. Didn't too. do anything for me. It felt really? it was really rushed. Yeah, it was and, it. Yeah, uh, and uh, it, I didn't see the fucking point. Yeah. I think it's leading to somebody like somebody hit her with a tweet or something like that that she was reading, and I think that's going to lead to something actually. Her opponent at Mania. That sounds I, like a dumb way to get to her. No, opponent. I don't find it because she gets pissed and flustered about it, and eventually we find out who it is. I, it's a, it's a nice little thing I like. Maybe uh, I don't I don't mind each it. Each other's first quarter paychecks. <laughs> Yeah, that's where we're headed. No, that's next month at um, Money in the Bank or it, after Mania. Is it, you know, unless it's like, um, unless it leads to like Santana or not Santana. I was gonna say Chelsea Green returning and being like, I've I've been fucking trolling you on Twitter and I'm like that. Like, I don't care. But yeah, like it was it was really fucking quick. It was just like she came out there and then she like sped through fucking a couple of tweets and then got mad and then walked away and it was like, what was like it took longer to set up the fucking door than it did for her yeah. to actually do the segment. <laughs> so hello, yeah, and and it's been really good lately too. So it it was kind of a letdown. Yeah, we probably could have gone a week without it. 
Yeah. Just to kind of be like, oh, hey, that wasn't there this week. Can't wait to see it next week. Right. Um, my what the fuck, uh, staying on women, uh, which I like to do. Uh, Natalia and Tamina suck. That's oh, all. Oh, hey, what? That's my <laughs> that what the true. fuck, too. Hey, there we go. All right, well, cool. Take it away. Uh, uh, complaining about not being in the tag title match? Nobody wants to fucking see you. You're not mm-hmm. a fucking draw. That's why. You aren't a draw at all. Uh, it was so quick. They just, they absolutely had to get these two on my and everyone else's TVs. Like, no, this didn't need to happen at all. Oh, man. I have never, because um, they did like a, a, a an interview with them for uh, on the network or whatever like that afterwards. I think I watched maybe 10 seconds of the video before. I'm like, get that off of my fucking phone. Because <laughs> it... It was like Tamina's barking and like Natalia's like, no, 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 I'll talk. And it's like, oh my god, shut up! Like nobody cares that you guys are both like second generation superstars and like nobody fucking gives a shit. Like, shut up, Jason. Did <laughs> Jason? Did you have any any other what the fucks? I don't know. Since since I go last on everything tonight, <laughs> all of mine are taken, so I'm good. Well, I but I went last on you this one because yours was taken in the in the bads. It, no, my no, that was uh, I had dinged on. Hello, so okay. All right, heading over to Raw. Jason, what is your good? Um, my two, but my the one I liked the most probably was uh, Bobby Lashley's presentation on this fucking show. Um, now, granted, we didn't get the championship celebration we were promised, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> Wait, you didn't see that? <laughs> But uh, what's what's up, Trey? I, I I just need to interrupt because uh, KTMN eighty nine. This is this is great talking about Baron Corbin. He says a Corbin match is like a parent telling your kid to eat their vegetables. You don't get your suplex until you finish all your chin locks. <laughs> <laughs> Proceed. Um. Yeah, but. Uh... From the this the walk in when they open up where he actually cut his own promo and did pretty well with it um, to when he gets into the they they have the lightning effect and then the video package of him just beating the shit out of people and then the graphic of Lashley is like he felt like the biggest fucking deal in this company in a very fucking long time. Um, this was fantastic. This was exactly what it should have been. And and I'm not doing this specifically to bust anyone's balls who's here, but this is why for years on this show, I have scoffed at the notion when people say so-and-so is ruined. Lashley has overcome Lashley's <laughs> sisters. Lashley has overcome Lana. And he is now the biggest fucking thing in this company because of how they've cho- chosen to write him and present him. And it was fucking awesome. That's the only time Slapjack will ever get on TV, too, is he's part of the fucking montage of Bobby Lashley killing people. <laughs> he, he, he wrestled he this week. Yeah, he, <laughs> he wrestled this week. Wrong week for that joke, dude. Nobody, yeah, but nobody cared. <laughs> that's the difference. That, that's fair, but... Nobody's paying attention to Slapjack unless he's in the Bobby Lashley intro. Sal, you seem to be rather upset by... Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get why... Why did you get so upset when Jason said that? 
because he said specifically this isn't a shot to anybody who's on the show tonight. Well, there you but go. He, he said, said it wasn't he said a... that thing four years ago. No, no, no. It's you're not, making that leap. That's why I said it. it's not specifically directed at you. It's the people okay. on the internet say that type of shit all the fucking time. Oh, you're right. You're right. And plus, I'm not the only one on this show that's that used that terminology before either. But that's fine. Um, I t- I said it's not the stop being so fucking sensitive, dude. I'm just fucking with you. Relax. Apparently, when you're fucking high, you're sensitive. Relax. I'm fucking with you. Relax. Um, He's a sensitive man, Jason. Jason, I could have just said I like. I'm about it to give good. you credit. <laughs> like, like we Cut all do on this show. I'm about to give you credit. You of all people remember how good Lashley was in TNA. And to your credit, for years, you've been saying, I don't understand why they don't put this guy with MVP when he came back. And I was, it was weird because for a few months, they kind of kept them separate. Maybe they had like one backstage interaction and then that led to, to what we got. And it's, it's miles better than Bobby's sisters. It's a hundred times better than Bobby with Lana. Um, and it, it was never really Bobby's fault. He just got the shit end of the stick. But this, this fucking works. And he, to the point where I'm thinking, does he lose that belt to Mania? Because now I don't know. You know what I mean? That's how he's being presented right now. It's he has always been a legit badass, a combat sports star, a guy who's I think undefeated in MMA or or hasn't lost very often if he has. Um, and he was presented as a comedy act, and he was always miscast in that role. And it's like now somebody finally grabbed a hold of Vincent and went, this guy's a fucking badass. Present <laughs> him as such, and it will work. People will buy it. People yeah. will believe it. And they have. And he has taken it, and he has fucking run with it. And and to the other, the other comment, I, I want to say it was or Mark Henry. I forget. One of them was interviewed a while ago, and they talked about the I think it was Paul Heyman. And he talked about the idea, well, finishing moves don't mean anything anymore. And and he said something to the extent of, they don't mean anything because we don't let them. If you put Mark Henry out there and put a fucking bear hug on somebody every week and they passed out, the fucking bear hug would get over. And Lashley has turned the full Nelson into one of the most devastating finishers (laughs) in wrestling. Because they book it that way. All you gotta do is look at the people's elbow. Yeah. That's a ridiculous fucking move, but it was so, but no, it was but sold as. Yeah. Yeah. Heyman's point, like it was a side headlock. You could take a fucking side yeah, headlock, yeah. And if you sell it the right way, and people f- like flip when they get put in that move, and they're like, "Oh, I tap, I tap," and it becomes the most dangerous fucking move in wrestling. Oh. It's literally, you have to sell it, yeah. and that's what they've done with the hurt lock. It's good. I mean, and and yeah, like you said, it it, it took him evolving into this character, um, and into you know being a thug. This <laughs> <laughs> um, dude was fucked. I I think a year a year ago I was like, dude, this guy's garbage. <clears throat> and, oh yeah, you hated life. Oh, you and I had oh, quite oh, a few I, disagreements and arguments you know, about I it. I remember. I know. But, I mean, we both brought up valid points, you know, and it was like, now, now they could, they fucking presented him. Once he, like, did, like, the snap gimmick, it was like, yes, this is what we fucking need. And it worked for him, and now he's the top guy in the company. 
My man, Bobby Nicely. Oh, well, yeah, I forgot when he was showing his ass to everybody. Yeah. Oh, oh god, my god, I forgot about that. <laughs> okay, actually, no. His sister's was the worst, but... Um, no, I don't know about that. The the, the fucking posing? That Bobby, was... show me your favorite pose. <laughs> that was very, very bad, but, like... At least the sisters were short. We real. call it the solder. That's true. Yeah. That is true. <laughs> I got Leah Rush packing that heat. Uh, all right, John, what's your... You're good. So, I started out this episode saying that I thought this was a better Raw than usual, but I only had, like, two goods on my list. So, maybe the bads just pissed me off less than they usually do. Uh, but despite the non-finish, it was, uh, again, Drew and Sheamus. That was my good. Jesus Christ, those two. That was. I think this week's match was actually better than last week's in terms I of, agree. of the in-ring, the, the physicality. The ending sucked dick, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but now no. you get now you get the no DQ with Fastlane is what it's going to be. But but, but okay, so this see, wasn't this no. I, I know that's what they're doing, Troy. I get that. Mm. Here's the problem with that. Don't do the clean as a sheet finish last week if you're going to yeah. build to a no DQ match to pay per view. Uh, this is also the same company that decided to have Sheamus not get eliminated by Drew McIntyre. So come on, like they're they're not smart with what they're doing with any of their things. Yeah, it, way, why why are we why are we now anointing Drew as the presumptive number one contender at WrestleMania? Like, uh, I don't know. He hasn't yeah, won anything. There's no like why is and there's no automatic rematches. So why the oh. fuck is he the presumptive challenger? Because there essentially are automatic rematches. <laughs> like they've never used that phrase before on TV. That, that is fair. But, yeah. like, you know, it, it at this point, like we've pretty much circled around to the point where rematches pretty consistently happen, right? Other than like if you're the street I mean, profits, street profits, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, and it's uh, because, you know, wrestling fans think that they know more than what's actually going on is part of that. But also, uh, like... Sometimes I wonder if Jason does. Well, yeah, I mean, (laughs) but he's not a wrestling fan. He's a booker. Uh, But but it's it it was... I was laughing my ass up because, like, you know, people were, were all fucking pissy that Miz won the championship. Then people were pissy that Bobby Lashley took the belt off him. Then they were pissy that Miz was getting his rematch on TV and not at Fastlane. It's just like you can't make up your fucking mind with this shit. Like, <laughs> like either. That Lashley won that match. Yeah, some people were, but then, I but the, in, I, I was in camp pissy that Miz got the title. Yeah. Uh, could not, could not get off him fast enough in my eyes. Yeah, but then, like, like I said, people were. I saw people complaining about the fact that, like, oh, they're going to do the rematch on Raw instead of at Fastlane. It's like. You didn't want him to be the champion. Why would you want him to main event to fucking Fastlane pay-per-view? Like, <laughs> I mean, Roman's probably maining. Well, yeah, still. yeah, but he would be in the title match. Like, no. Yeah, it may, it makes more sense that they do, you know. Yes? Okay, so I know you're not fucking interested in Impact stuff typically, but we do have some breaking news regarding Impact. Uh, Scott the Moore announced apparently on tonight's episode that Rich Swan and Moose will unify the Impact and TNA World Championships uh, Saturday at Sacrifice, which is apparently an Impact special. Uh, the big news here, the winner will then go on to face AEW World Champion Kenny Omega in a title versus title match at Rebellion on April 24th. 
So it sounds right. like there's a possibility they are unifying the TNA and AEW championships. Well, that's Pro- a huge jump. So just because pro- they're doing a title versus title does not mean they're going to unify the belts. So problem with the first part. AEW doesn't do fuck finishes and DQs, right? That's what they've told us. But TNA would if it's at sacrifice. Mm, I don't know if AEW would allow it, though. It's probably, I'm sure they'll allow it. So problem with the first part of that, they have spent months saying that that TNA championship is not a real championship. They announced two weeks ago they're recognizing it as an official championship. Oh, that's that's stupid. Let out the trash. Yes, that is stupid. <laughs> that is stupid. You, yeah, they, that's bad. He fought to Demort fought to the nail of them saying you're not a real champion. That's not a real championship belt. And then suddenly it's your real champion now. Bullshit. That's stupid. They had to do it to get to where they're going, I guess. But yeah. yeah. There's better ways to do it. Don't have a fucking title unification. Just have it be I'm like... Just, I'm just <laughs> reporting the news. No, 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 I'm not yelling at you. I'm yelling at, at Impact for their, their ridiculousness. Here's the other thing, too, is like... So if they do have it where AEW... Because you're not having Kenny Omega lose to fucking Rich Swan or to Moose, for that matter, either. So like, so Kenny Omega's going to be the Impact World Champion or like that. How do you take yeah, that belt off? 141 and two thirds chance of yes. winning at sacrifice. Yeah. <laughs> so when when Jason says they're unifying it, it's because how do you take that title belt off of Kenny Omega? Because AW is not going to have him take a fucking pinfall to anybody in that company. I I don't think there's a winner. It's a TNA fucking pay per view. If it was being Impact. featured on Double or Nothing, okay, you're right. It, you have to take AEW booking into consideration. Because, like Jason said, they typically don't de- do like DQs or whatever. But there's not going to be a definitive finisher. AEW's title is going to be attached to this. Yeah, I know, but it wasn't. It wasn't it just and, attached and, to and, it. Um, and hold on, hold on. What's better for Impact? They already have their tag titles all over the AEW show. Yeah, Kenny Omega has said he was going to be a belt collector. Yep. Right. They've set this the wheels of motion and 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 it's rich fucking swan. Let's be serious here. Yeah. If your impact is your title more valuable on Rich Swan on Tuesday nights or on Literally. Kenny Omega on Wednesday nights, let's be real. Sure. Yeah. And Don Callis is still running impact. So yeah. who do you think's walking out with that belt? But oh. when you're saying unification no, okay, I can see a scenario with Kenny winning. But when you're saying unification, you're saying that the TNA rosters and AEW rosters will only fight for one no, no, no. unified and, world and, title? Unified in one holder. Oh, 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 oh. I thought you were saying like no, 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 no. Like what they did with the WWE. No, no, they're WWE unifying the, the belts of the Impact title and the, and the TN, TNA champion. Yes, yes, exactly. But they, they are having a title versus title match. That's why those were two separate phrases. Okay, so then, yeah, Kenny, I could see Kenny winning that. That's fine. Um, I thought you meant that Impact just wasn't going to have a world champion. But that's also possible, though. Also, yeah. They are terrible, and they do do things terribly. And, so and let's assume they do that, and things go really bad. All they do is strip Omega and have a champion, a tournament to yeah. a champion. Yeah, because they haven't done that eight million times in Impact. Hey, man, it's, it's Impact. I'm sorry, how many tournaments yeah. has AEW had? Yeah, just as many. That lead fucking nowhere. Oh no, but I meant stripping someone of the title because they had to strip. They had to strip Tessa of it, but didn't they have to strip someone else before it got on um, Rich Swan? 
Because no. it didn't go from Tessa <laughs> to Eric Young. No. It went from Tessa to some... Who was the it, champ after Tessa? Eddie, that, Eddie Edwards, who then lost it to Eric Young, who then lost it to oh, Rishwan. Okay. Yeah, they didn't strip anyone else before that. Okay. Although now you're I talking believe, about Tessa I stripping. Believe, I could be wrong. I think Gaga's the only one that's stripping Tessa. <laughs> well, we, she doesn't have a job right now, so she might be stripping herself. That's true. Ginger. Her face still looks like she ran into a door. Jesus Christ. What are we on right now? It's not Sorry, great. We kind of got way off topic there. Uh, we're on good. I got a flat face. Sorry, dude. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just, I, no, I was agreeing with you. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's not great. <laughs> great body. She's got a flat face. Like, it's not even I'm saying she's ugly. I'm saying she's just, it's flat. It's weird. It looks No, bad. no. Like, it, like, if you had a tag team between her and Aubrey Edwards, they'd be the Butterfaces. Ginger, do your gut. <laughs> Uh, one little thing, huge pop for Xavier and Kofi's wearing Mortal Kombat themed gear. Yep. Bad yes. fucking ass. I popped huge for that. Uh, and <clears throat> this is wishful thinking, but thankfully I think the Miz is out of the title picture and hopefully off TV for a little bit of time. Hopefully sets up that match with Bad Bunny. Yep. Unbelievable! It's bad, bunny. It's it's bad, bunny and Damien Priest versus Miz and Morrison at at WrestleMania. That's the match we're going to book. So so bad. Yeah, but it yeah, doesn't but at least matter. It's not, <laughs> at least it's not bad, bunny versus Miz one on one. Yes. Was Damien Priest off TV this week simply because yep. Bad Bunny wasn't there? Yes. Yeah, yeah okay, because they want good sign for him. No, I mean they want them to LinkedIn, and it it helps it helps raise his stock. And honestly, again. It's WrestleMania is a two night event. This is going to be like a fucking curtain jerking match on one yeah, of two nights. It doesn't matter. In a minute, we're going to talk about that in a minute. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else, Jinder? Oh, okay. Well, I, I, John, do you agree with that? Do I agree with that? Right th- thinking that Miz is out of the title picture. I know you hate I him so much. I fucking hope so. <laughs> there, there it is. <laughs> all right, that's all I needed. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Sal, did you do good? Um, my good was Drew versus Sheamus. The, okay. Here's the thing. Um, they beat the fuck out of each other during that match. To the point where, you know, I kind of did want to see it on pay-per-view. Um, I don't get the idea of the finish. Like, I get that you don't want to do... I get really? that you don't want to do head-to-head um, collisions with the stairs. But why have the stairs just run into each other, and then Drew goes flying over the wall. That made no sense. Because, man. It's wrestling physics. <laughs> that was an awesome <laughs> finish. Uh, last, last man standing. So it's going to be. KTMN said it'll be on the pre-show so Ginger won't have to worry about the mismatch. There, there you go. go. Thank no you. They're putting Bad Bunny on Appreciate the pre-show. That. No, Bad Bunny's not going to be on the pre-show. Yeah. No. Sorry. Like uh, He's there to draw the casuals. The ca- they don't get money from the casuals for the pre-show or whatever. That'll be the women's tag match. It should be the fucking women's tag, tag match. Let's be honest. Especially if it's Natalia and Tamina. <laughs> John, do you have a good? Uh, my good was also that. I actually, uh, you asked me that. In the, okay. Uh, yeah. Yep. We're we should be on the bats now. I think. Uh, well, uh, my my good from uh, from Bra was the Mustafa Ali promo. Which, my bad, is also that the Mustafa Ali promo was not on Raw. It was on backstage. 
Oh. This was a really good fucking promo. And again, another really, pro- really good promo not shown on TV. So I guess this would be the point we also talk about the Peyton Royce promo from. Yes, Ron's exactly. Office. That's a good. That's a good one too because that was another really good fucking promo not shown on TV. Because you know, the the Moose Valley promo, which progressed his his storyline with Riddle. I don't know. Did did anyone else watch the the Moose Valley promo? I didn't catch it. No. Yeah, I did not. Get it. it was great. He laid he laid it out exactly how what, what was going on. He said that Riddle. Is should be tubby. We walking around talking about, um, you know, things that matter. Instead, he's talking about fucking bronuts and stuff like that. And and he just he just laid laid out that like if he's the U.S. champion, you know, he'll show everyone how fucking good he is. And 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 you know, and then you got Peyton Royce who turns around and says it and and makes her fucking case for for being an Oscar. And they're both on shows that barely anyone watch. And said it we wasn't have to Oscar. It was it was more or less like, why the fuck are you not using me? Why yeah, the fuck yeah. am I not on the show? Why the yeah. fuck? Are, like, she. It was, and you could tell there was emotion and seriousness and, and reality behind it. And those are always the best promos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, we had the same thing with uh, with Miz on Smack Talk. Uh, oh. You know, two or three years ago, or whatever like that. Uh, more the, recent what? than that, Mustafa on the Legends Night promo. Yeah. yeah. Again, that just the, yeah. For me, that's the gold standard of. Yeah. Uh, yeah, of those sorts of things, and it's it's and you know that those are the promos that are not scripted. That those or, that, or, yeah, or Pat McAfee when he told us, "I told you, Adam Cole was a douchebag." Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it's like it's like, oh yeah, that's right. You're signing all these these really good fucking talented people that did unscripted promos on the independents. Guess what? They can do promos. They can do really fucking good. And we see that on Raw Talk. <clears throat> and we see that on the network exclusives and shit like that. But we don't see that on regular TV. So the majority of your fans just don't see Peyton Royce for a couple of weeks and don't know how good she actually is. Well, to be fair, you've got to make time for the obligatory fucking Alexa Bliss, Randy Orton recap. So oh, more on that later. Yeah, I figured as much. All right. Uh, Ginger, what's your bad? Uh I had a couple, but uh, <laughs> we all did. So you, so you have one women's match on Raw this week, and the match is the Champs versus Lana and Naomi. Why did we need more of this? I have no idea. Uh, Naomi hits it's, what seemed to look like a coochie drop instead ooh. of a leg drop, uh, and Lana went from getting her ass kicked week after week after week after week. And now all of a sudden she's a challenge to Naya and Shayna. You said Naomi. Um, I'm sorry. We are, where did you see a challenge? <laughs> that was a fucking squash, dude. Not really. They, dude, they went two parts. They went over through a commercial. <clears throat> so uh, I'm getting there. Hold on. Uh, Lana's baseball slide was fucking horrendous to Reginald. Uh, this match should have been two minutes at the most. Um. I, I don't want to see this horse shit. And then, to top everything off, Reginald is in the picture. This should, actually should have been my what the fuck, but my good God, get this shit off of my TV. Although Lana was uh, very close to a couple nip slips during that match, so yes, I was I was okay with that. But still, like, ugh, just. That's not who I want on my TV. Not. I, 
I felt like Naomi looked extra bad as well. She hit like, it with a coochie drop, dude. How bad could you get? Na- Naomi is extra bad. Well, I I understand that she's like she's someone that I think uh, relies on athleticism as opposed to like you know yeah. skill. ring skill. But um, like I thought, like the rear view, which is always a shitty looking move, looked even worse than usual because she uh, missed. Yeah, she, she du- missed the one in the corner. <laughs> she she dusted off the fucking kicks, which are my least favorite move in all of wrestling. Um, oh, her, I don't know about that. Her little line, her yeah, her little line dancing kicks are god awful, yeah. terrible. They're terrible, but I have moves I hate way more than those. But sure, I mean the review um, is one not actually, to say. <laughs> like if if Otis were still doing the caterpillar, that uh, that's probably my actual least favorite, but. At least that was impactful. Like, I mean, Shane's punches are are one of the moves Poison too. Rana. Po- well, yeah, Poison Rana is just because you're gonna kill somebody, and it makes no sense. Uh, by the way, spoiler alert for uh, for the next reach for the stardom. A Canadian destroyer happened, which I wasn't expecting because wow. normally they're a lot better about realism, and Canadian destroyer is one of the most unrealistic moves around. Makes speaking no fucking of, speaking sense. Speaking of things like that, I hate stalling suplexes. Okay. Like when they when they hold him up, like like what? the guy's clearly straightening out for that. Like oh, the vertical <laughs> suplex where they yeah, let yeah. all the blood oh. rush to the head. Yeah, that's ah, a classic spot. I don't mind it. Yeah, I love him. I, love I never that. liked yeah. that. Old school. Give me a old school, yeah. suplex all day. Yep. Like when Bulldog used to do it. You just oh, dude, stand. yeah. Yep. Fucking amazing. Yeah, he would whisper sweet nothings in her ears. That was actually one of the. Uh, <laughs> now, granted, it's Darby and he's light, but. Uh, cage on the pay per view. Oh, when he when he oh that, he, okay yeah. he held Darby up for a suplex as he walked up a flight of stairs. Yeah, it was a pretty cool visual. See, but to to me, it, you whenever you had a move like that, you'd you'd have two different kinds of guys. You'd have the guys who would who would put their hand on the guy's tummy, and you have other guys who would put their hands right up where you're like you're touching dick with your thumb. <laughs> Like you gotta be, yeah. You're definitely you're definitely like wiggling around a little bit. That's the spot that made Ginger want to get into wrestling. Yeah, he's like he's like, wait, I get to I get to thumb thumb cocks. Oh, fucking sign me up. Get my thumb cocked. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, all right, um, John, did you have a bad? Uh, well, one of them was what he just went over, uh, because... Thumb and Cox? Shana... <laughs> no, no, uh, Shannon Baszler continue, continuing to get pulled into the vortex of suck that is oh, the women's God. tag title scene. It's her um... No, it's nice. <laughs> but... <She's... laughs> God damn it. Sorry, I derailed you. Uh... But yeah, I don't know, just thinking back more on it, like, yeah, there there was not not as much good as I remembered there being. Like, I, <laughs> maybe I was just in a good mood last night. Um, but yeah, just fucking like as as good as Ollie's uh, promos Wait, are that, when he was that a, is that a massage table behind you, John? Uh, yes. Now we know why you were in a good mood last night. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. But anyway, um, uh, as good as all these uh, promos are, I found his just yelling at Slapjack during that pointless-ass match to be, like, 
just cookie cutter like heel bullshit and it didn't do anything for me oh it was bad right like yeah screaming ollie you know belittling slapjack is not good tv and also at this point why are they still following him yeah that's the thing if this is all leading towards them going fuck you and we get you know dominic dijakovic and i don't know what shane thorne Dio Madden. Well, I know Shane Thorne, but Dio Madden. Dio Madden going back to commentary or something. Right. I don't know whatever they're going to do with him, but you know, yeah, yeah. But then we just have another failed cult leader. So, <laughs> but he, but but Ali Ginger, can. Which of those guys would you want to take a strong suplex from? <laughs> I'd take it from Dijak. Okay. Just because you know that you're. But I mean the suplex. I know. Okay. Cause he, cause oh, he. Thumb? Aww. Uh, by the way, um, the my my secondary Twitch accounts apparently uh, censors what Twitch believes are swear words, which I didn't realize. And apparently, it thinks that ginger is a swear word. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um. All right. Uh, anyone else have anything for bad? Uh, well, yeah, since I didn't get to go again. Yeah, I um, didn't get to go either. <laughs> I did, didn't. I just ask you. Me? No. No. Uh, whatever, Jason. <laughs> it's late. Um, Shane McMahon and Braun Strowman continue to make me wish we had more retribution on TV. This shit is awful. Never mind. Um, I don't have to go. <laughs> it's not entertaining it's not funny it's not good i have no interest in the match there's no reason for it it's just there it's like fuck we need to throw shane in a match let's create some fucking bullshit between him and braun because braun's a guy who doesn't fucking ever get to do anything important at wrestlemania save for last year you know because roman decided to walk go home but um yeah, that was fucking awful. And uh, oh, by the way, uh, we're we're seriously fucking going back to New Day versus the Hurt Business. Oh, we spent yeah. four fucking months with that match on every pay per view, and yeah. now we're we, we 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 right right back to it, I guess. Because and what motivated it? They like before the match even happened, they were like, oh, by the way, next week this match yeah. is happening. weren't weren't the New Day feuding with Retribution? Isn't that what we were doing? Yep. Woods never got reckoning. No. Nope. He wanted her. <laughs> it's a shame that all of those chair shots to Shane finally took uh, took hold of him, huh? Is that... Wait, wait. You, yeah, we can't let that just go <laughs> like that. Um, no, I, I have to mention it, dude. What the fuck with Shane this week? Like, why was that a thing? Why did somebody write a segment where he... Oh, I should tell you, but I'm not going to tell you. Oh, I should really tell you, but I don't want to say it to your face. So I'm just going to walk back and forth nervously for a little bit. Like, what was that? Like, it, the punchline wasn't even funny. Nope. He thought it was. <sighs> um, and does anybody have uh, the Orton stuff in coming up here? Oh, uh, <laughs> no. Okay. So, um... We had another really good in-ring match between Randy Orton and AJ Styles that... Now, somebody's going to have to explain to me here. Drew takes a set of stairs that, that 
somehow defies gravity and whips him over the barricade. And that match is a no contest. A dude gags and chokes on black shit that randomly appears in his mouth. But that's okay. The match continues at that point. We'll let AJ hit a phenomenal forearm (laughs) and get the pin. Dude, AJ launched and I go, oh, this is still going on. (laughs) Now, that was that was another one of my bads, but let's let's preface that here or, or use that as sort of a jumping off point because somebody brought brought to light the idea that it, you know, do we got two nights of WrestleMania we got to fill? We're five weeks out, and there's literally no direction for anyone that's not Edge and Roman, Bianca or Sasha. And well, Drew presumably, well maybe. <laughs> Maybe he's feuding with Sheamus now. Who knows what the fuck's going on? But there's, there's, we've got two nights of WrestleMania and not nary a single fucking program to to carry here in five weeks. Which means everything on the WrestleMania card is going to come down to like a two, three week build. Oh, I thought you were going to say a, a multi man match, which that might also happen. That's still a possibility. <laughs> yeah. Um, somebody put online, what does AJ Styles do this year for WrestleMania? And I'm like, he doesn't. Well, the one thing we always hear is that they, they fucking, they, they do take months off during the year, but they always ramp up the creative for WrestleMania season. I haven't fucking seen it this year. No, they need to get rid of the pay-per-view between rumble and mania. They really do. They need to do a lot of things, but you know what they need to do? Make WrestleMania fucking compelling. I assume we're going to get Orton and Fiend, but I have no interest. So. Again, I mean, where does AJ Styles fit into WrestleMania? Right. Has anybody been screwed over at WrestleMania more than AJ Styles? The guy seems to get the shittiest programs every year. He got to be in a program with Shane for a little bit. First year, he got the, the Jericho thing that came out of nowhere was then fucking Shane and... Who did, he, who did he have last year? Was that Orton? Taker. That was Taker. Oh, Taker. Okay. But that yeah, was the, one good one. Yeah. The bone he, had, he had Jericho, then yeah. Shane, then um, Randy, okay. right? It was, yeah, Randy. Randy? Orton. No, it was Shinsuke. Shinsuke was at Oh, 30, right, right, right. Yeah. And he went in as champion. That Okay, that was fine. But the Orton one, the whole match had that fucking spotlight on the crowd. So everybody, yeah. you know, they couldn't even, like, work. Um, it's not anything we want to see, though, from AJ Styles. We want, like, AJ Styles versus, you know, I don't know, fucking Valor. Like, I don't know, somebody good at Mania. Like, somebody just, good. That's you know, he's going to be like, he's going to be like, they're either going to do a multi person. Right, on, uh, on the spot, Sal, you can book AJ's opponent at WrestleMania this year. Who you got? Realistically, I mean, obviously you want like a Shawn Michaels match or something. Right, it's not gonna happen. So, I'll answer that right now. Sal actually said a Finn. Yeah, I I mean, I love it. They could fucking. I mean, we've seen it before, but yeah, yeah, but not in a program worthy though. We we've only seen that Mm -hmm. what. Once, uh, and that and that was only because Bray got sick or he got stuck somewhere, and AJ flew in. We didn't get an actual program with that. They haven't worked since that day. Sure. Nope. Sure. <clears throat> so, 
if you didn't do it, you know, ridiculously, you could have done him and Riddle if they you have to put some creative behind it. But I'd be down for Riddle versus AJ. I know we've seen it, but it's Uh, something. How about AJ versus Keith Lee? Yep. It's a good one. Yeah. AJ would bump all over the fucking place. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> yes, he would. I just don't know what's going on with Keith Lee right now, health-wise. So. Um, there are rumors going around, so... Right. We'll just... I, I don't want to address them publicly, but That's, there are... Nothing he, good. He says he misses everybody. He yeah, tweeted, yeah, out, tweeted yeah. out today. Yeah, did, did you notice his new Twitter handle? Impatiently, yep. Yeah. Yeah. More less said about that, the better right now. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, <clears throat> who else has a what the fuck? Oh, my what, what the, the fuck. fuck. Yeah, we haven't done what the fuck yet, I don't think. We're still on bads. Oh, we moved on. Nope. Oh, not yet. Okay. <laughs> uh, Anybody else have a bad? Eh, just a little spot. Styles landing on the uh, tablet, and that was vertical, if directly pointing up into his shoulder on the uh, table bump. He that never, he, he never has good luck with that shit, <laughs> dude. I don't get it, man. Like, I mean, at least the table didn't fall apart. That's true. That's true. But still, that looked fucking. Bleh. But Tony, uh, Tony Storm has a better ass than him, so I, I understand. Well, it depends on who you ask. True. To me. <laughs> Earmuffs, baby. <laughs> I am the table. Go ahead, Ginger. What does he got? Uh, uh, why does Charlotte get to decide who faces Asuka? Isn't that her job? Oh, you dick. That was my what the fuck. So, to get a Raw Women's Titles match, you have to impress Charlotte, apparently. <laughs> what the actual fuck is that? And, yeah, that should have been Asuka coming in and saying that shit. And said, it's Charlotte coming in. Well, I get that. Because she's fucking has no teeth left. But it was so it was so nonsensical. It was just like, oh, you bet that I'm going to go for it. And like the two of you, you're not going to get a shot unless you can impress. It's like, wait, so like, does she run the Raw Women's Division now? Like, apparently. (laughs) Yeah, I don't get it. On the other side of that, you have Mandy and Dana being like, I don't want them to get us as singles wrestlers either. And I'm like, but you haven't been for a while. And yeah, we did forget that because we thought you were in a tag team. Yeah, exactly. I've never forgotten anything Mandy Rose did. That's true. Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke, the least convincing on-screen friends in the company. Like, yeah. I feel like definitely I have the least convincing it. title I, I don't know. Lacey Evans and Peyton Royce were not great. That's true. But they were they were like actively not friends in storyline too, right? Not like, at the yeah. end. At the end they were supposed to be on the same page. I guess I didn't really pay that much attention to anything that fucking uh Lacey Evans was doing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, it's just a shame that uh Peyton Royce and Mandy Rose don't have two people that are really good friends with them that are not doing anything right now that they could just, you know, team them up. Yeah. It's a shame. Alright. Ginger, anything else for your bads? Um no, that's gonna do it. Alright. John, what's your uh, what the fuck? 
Um, uh, Troy centered. Let's get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah, I, I get that. <laughs> um, so basically, my, my what the fuck is presented as a question, which is when is anything actually going to progress in this Randy Orton and fucking Alexa Bliss feud? <sighs> like it has been the ah. same fucking angle for They're like saving it for Mania. This slow burn, baby. It's oh, Vince it's not that good though. Either. You're, you're <laughs> recapping it anyway. Like, let's, let's stop adding to that fucking package, and it's just the same shit week after week. Like, no, yeah. sometimes he chokes on black shit backstage. Sometimes he chokes on black shit in the yeah. ring. That, wait, wait, that, wait, wait. that that kiss of subtlety is appreciated for sure, but uh, it's just it would be bad like in small amounts, but like when it is like just treading water week after week, it just it's probably my least favorite thing on Raw week to week at this point. More so than The Miz? Somehow, yes. <laughs> More so than Retribution? Wow. Um, uh, that's Retribution. You'll occasionally get something good out of Ali. But, <laughs> but yeah. That's, like, that's a Koski this, joke. <laughs> this has dropped below The Miz for me at this point. Yeah, I said my piece on it two weeks ago. I, I'm just bored. I don't I don't care anymore. And, the, and you had AJ Styles beat a multi-time... WWE champion, and it was an afterthought. Yeah. Just like, okay, he won. Yep, <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. All right. That's what this is. Jason. My um, what the fuck is we never found out what happened to Matt Riddle's scooter. <laughs> <laughs> he was very concerned about his scooter. He left it in the hands of the New Day so that it wouldn't get broken. I. And then we never how, got the follow-up. We never went back backstage to find out if the scooter was okay. Based on how excited Kofi was about it, I'm assuming next week we're going to find out that he stole it. Yeah, probably. I don't, I don't know if you want to portray Kofi going around. <laughs> <like that. laughs> WWE doesn't what's know how to book black that, people. <laughs> what is it, Jason? Huh? What is it? What is what? If they did that angle? I think he wants you to say it's really racist. for something. I'm not getting it. Okay. Yeah. Huh? Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. Racist. Um, <laughs> I don't... I, I'm not your puppet, Ginger. I will respond when I feel like it's fucking appropriate. <laughs> I left you not right learned? there. You not learned on NXT Rundown yet? Um, one of these one of these times he's gonna gonna set you up to do the Are you ready? And you're gonna wait like three weeks and drop it on a fucking like AW Rundown or something like that, uh, just to mess with <laughs> I did it here on this episode. Did yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I, I'm looking forward next week to finding out the status of Matt Riddle's scooter because that was <laughs> the most compelling thing Matt Riddle did on this show. So how many different uh, creatures or inanimate objects has Riddle talked about now? A lot. Because it's a scooter, it was a bunny, uh, Officer Hops or whatever it was a couple weeks ago. Like, they, if they really want to pro- progress this, like, Mustafa, Mustafa Ali storyline with him, he should just come up with, like, a lucky rabbit's foot around his neck and be like, oh, I don't, what happened to your bunny? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sale. Uh, Reginald. Like, are you kidding me? I've, I've dealt with this fucking guy for four weeks. 
in the middle of the women's division on SmackDown, and now we're just going to transition that to Raw? It's everywhere, because he's with the fucking champions, man. Oh, my God. And like you said, Shayna's a complete afterthought at this point. And then Nia's got a crush on Reginald. Didn't we do this storyline before? She wants him to crush her hole. Oh, we I forgot did this about fucking that. thing with Enzo. Remember that? Yeah, that Nia was Enzo? in her pouch. Oh my god! Um, and Troy, that was good. Hey, you know, I mean, it's okay. I forgive you. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, Ginger, do you have what the fuck? Uh, mine was just uh, we absolutely did not need two segments of Shane and Braun. <laughs> right. At all. You don't two say. fucking segments. You <laughs> didn't fucking need two fucking segments. I know we talked about this earlier, so I'll just get it in my. The one thing I actually did enjoy was the close to the second segment. I don't know why, but it made me fucking laugh. Where he's pretending to run out to the car, has it take off. Braun walks away. He goes, "See, stupid." I don't know why. I thought You're it was kidding. kind of funny. Fair enough. You're not serious. I'm serious. I I I laugh, but. Okay. I laughed about it. To each his own. I, I did not find humor in that. Yeah. All right. Anybody else have anything to say about Raw? Uh, R-Truth sucks. Yes, he does. John thought it was a better week. Yeah, until we started talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> and, we, and we have that in text form forever now. Yes. All right. Yeah, no- after we hashed it out, uh, yeah, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So I think that's going to do it for us this week on the WWE Rundown. So thank you to John. Uh, yeah. Mm. Yep, that's the that's the ultra I expected from you. Thanks to Sal for coming by. Thank you, Troy, for having me. Thank you, Ginger. I thought AEW rundown this week for the full recap of the Revolution pay-per-view, if you didn't get enough to talk about it here. Yeah. yeah. And Thursday, me and Jason, we, 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 we got a pretty big show to go over on Thursday. Yeah. Lots of big shit happening. But, uh, oh, G- Ginger, um, I'm sorry, buddy. Jason didn't tell you. I'm going to be on NXT rundown this week. You're actually going to go over there. No, you're not. <laughs> No, you are not. You have to watch Revolution. You got to watch Revolution, buddy. Sorry, pal. (laughs) Yeah, I I mentioned in our host thread that uh, I I think EO needs to lose. I don't don't think it's going to happen, which is kind of a bummer because at this point, like, that title doesn't really mean anything. People need to stop with, like, the EO needs to lose. They're building for her and Raquel. Like, she's not losing until she gets to Raquel. We were building for her and Rhea Ripley to, to crown Rhea Ripley as the big thing, too, and then it just never, never happened. Rhea like had the title before EO. And then they built it back so that she was going to get it back with the whole Charlotte thing. never going to get it back. Well, I don't know. Like, it's, it's that, that title to me just doesn't mean anything right now. Because it's just, like, yeah. This is what sucks it, about wrestling fans. Like, I want this person to get the title, and then they get the title. It's like, I can't wait for them to lose the title. Because they just haven't it, built it well. Is it an EO problem, or is it a no? It's fucking be on TV more problem. It's a booking problem. They they just don't they just don't book EO. Like they they her storylines like they just I don't know they I don't know they they just, I don't feel like that they booked her very well as a champion. That's all. So because I thought before. She was doing very well. I thought they built her up really well, but after she won, it was just kind of like, all right. Like, 
It's it's I not the program with Candace was good. Yeah. I think the only thing that sucked was that triple threat, and they just sort of had to throw that together because yeah. Mercedes came back and they didn't want Tony to take the pin, and I think that no. definitely sucked. But now it is not as egregious as Kaylee Ray, who just has no challengers for her belt at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, because Mako Satamora debuted two weeks ago and has already lost to her. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's that right there was like they, ju- they need to just have her drop the belt to somebody and come over to America because that is just not their, their whole NXT UK as a whole. Like Walter being the champion for this long, it's just yeah. To me, it's kind of just boring. You know, it's the same shit, different day. Anyways, uh, Jason, why don't you send us on home? Uh, I guess that means we will smack your ass raw next time. Bye bye. <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You have been listening to a Rundown Wrestling Network production. Please visit rundownwrestling.com for all of our shows, as well as our other special events. Keep it locked there or subscribe to the Rundown Wrestling Network on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher Premium, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Leave us a voice message that we will play on an episode by going to anchor.fm slash rundownwrestling slash message. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling. You can show us how much you love us by buying us a cup of coffee for just one buck at ko-fi.com slash rundownwrestling. Go to reddit.com slash r slash rundownwrestling. Follow us on Twitter at rundownnetwork. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rundownwrestling. Email the show your dick pics and twat shots via rundownwrestling at gmail.com or go to Instagram or YouTube and look for Rundown Wrestling. Follow us on Twitch by going to twitch.tv slash rundownwrestling and you can also follow our host Adam on twitch.tv slash the saleser effect. This has been a Rundown Wrestling Network production. <laughs>